0: michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.
1: Today we're going to talk about surgery and fertility. While in the past, surgery was widely used to improve the pelvic anatomy, IVF has really changed the scene in relation to the types of surgery that we now do. That surgery to try and repair fallopian tubes that were blocked was very unsuccessful and remains very unsuccessful. So surgery today really is limited to trying to improve endometriosis and correct abnormalities of the uterus. So let's go through those. We'll start with endometriosis. Endometriosis, which is where the cells that should be lining the inside of the womb have migrated to outside the womb and cause pain and scarring in the pelvis, and so therefore can interfere with fertility. Surgery is effective in removing a substantial part of endometriosis in most patients, although it often doesn't eliminate it fully. When your specialist decides that it's time to do surgery on your endometriosis, you'll be having a laparoscopy keyhole surgery and when they look inside, they will see the deposits of endometriosis and either cut them out or burn them away. In addition to removing the endometriosis that's lining the peritoneal cavity, they may also remove endometriotic cysts in the ovaries. Now these cysts aren't dangerous, but they can cause pain, particularly when they rupture, and they can make it more difficult to do IVF. However, there needs to be caution. In the process of removing the endometriotic cysts, there is fairly good evidence that we reduce the number of eggs left in the ovary. That happens because where the endometriosis cyst is sitting in the ovary, there are also blood vessels. And as we remove the cyst, we have to keep the blood from those vessels at bay. And that means burning those blood vessels. And unfortunately, that burning can also damage egg numbers. So we need to be careful. Your surgeon needs to be conservative rather than aggressive. It's very important that the surgeon that does your endometriotic surgery also understands about infertility. I've seen too many patients who've come to me from generalists doing a heroic job of removing endometriosis, but at the same time of destroying the fertility of those patients by damaging ovaries. The consensus amongst fertility experts who are also laparoscopic surgeons is that really you should not remove an endometriotic cyst That is under four centimeters in size because the trade-off of the benefit versus the risk is much more in favor of leaving them there. So that surgery for endometriosis improves IVF success rates. There's good data uh, showing that this is the case, that removing endometriosis is beneficial in helping women get pregnant with IVF. Its value in general fertility still remains somewhat debatable, although obviously if we are improving tubal function because we've removed scar tissue, it should be of benefit. So the next surgery that we become involved in is within the uterus. The first of these is the removal of fibroids. So fibroids are those overgrowth of the muscle that occur in about 30% of women by the time they're 35. So it's very common. There's great debate as to whether fibroids on the outside of the uterus have any influence on fertility. They probably don't, and they probably do not need to be removed. And in fact, taking those fibroids can lead to scar tissue, which may impair fertility rather than improve it. So, again, if you're going to have surgery to remove fibroids, make sure that this is being done by someone who understands about fertility. There are fibroids that should be removed, and they are the ones that impinge on the uterine cavity the ones that stick into the uterus inside the cavity and can prevent pregnancy establishing itself and increase the risk of miscarriage they're called submucous fibroids and they certainly should be removed that can be done either laparoscopically if they are large or hysteroscopically that's looking through the cervix through into the uterine cavity and using a telescope within the uterus to guide a electrical current to scrape off and resect the fibroid that technique is not totally straightforward and again requires someone who is expert at that type of procedure surgeons that have the qualification of the australian gynecological endosurgery group called ages are the people to be going to have that sort of surgery done the other things that can be done hysteroscopically from a surgeon's perspective is where you were born with a uterine abnormality that there can be what's called a septum, which is fibrous tissue, where in embryology time, when you were about six or seven weeks inside your mother's womb, the uterus formed by the two sides of tissue forming together. If that formation was incomplete, you end up with what's called a septum that can cause miscarriage, can cause failure of implantation, and is worth removing if you have any problems with miscarriage or with recurrent failure to get pregnant with IVF. Again, this should be done by a surgeon who regularly does this type of procedure since there are risks involved. However, the commonest surgery that's done for infertility is in fact a simple keyhole surgery to diagnose whether there are any problems of endometriosis or tubal blockage. And we often do this when we're concerned that there might be a problem, even though the symptoms might not suggest uh, either endometriosis or pelvic infection. So laparoscopy. What we do in a laparoscopy is to put you to sleep. You'll be asleep. We'll make a five-millimeter incision in your belly button. We put a needle inside to put gas inside your tummy, carbon dioxide, which makes you blow up a bit like a balloon. And that what that enables us to do is to see the organs In the pelvis better because it lifts the abdominal wall away from your uterus and ovaries. Then having achieved that insufflation, we put a telescope through that little incision and we can have a look around the pelvis, look at the fallopian tubes, look at the ovaries and then what we generally do in an infertility situation is squirt dye up through the neck of the womb from down below and watch it come out of the ends of the fallopian tubes to tell us that your tubes are open. If we find anything abnormal, when we do the laparoscopy, we'll deal with it there and then. So if we find endometriosis, we'll burn it off. If we find adhesions, we can divide them. Obviously, we won't do any major uh, surgery without your permission. So there are a number of areas that surgery is important in the area of infertility. The most important aspect of surgery in infertility, is to do the right surgery, to not overdo the surgical approach. The problem that there is, is that many generalist specialists, gynecologists, when they do their surgery for endometriosis or dividing incisions, are not thinking about potential future pregnancy, and they can do more damage than is necessary and can impair future fertility. So finding someone before you have surgery, who understands both sides of the coin is very important. As I've said earlier, the trained laparoscopic surgeons, or people with the Aegis qualification, are the ones who know best, particularly if they've also had good training in the area of infertility. At the moment in Australia, there's only one person with both qualifications, Dr Karen Kong, who works with me at IVF Australia. There are, however, many others who both have long-term experience in infertility and also long-term laparoscopic experience and are skilled at picking that important conservative line in terms of surgery and infertility. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey podcast from the navigation menu.